Hey, sis, hey. Welcome to a new episode of That's My Sis, the one and only podcast created for the resident loyal to a fault strong friend who is available for everyone else's problems but hears crickets when her life is falling apart. Whether you're the strong friend in your high school crew, church, sisterhood, or the strong sister and daughter in your family, you will find space to be seen, heard, and celebrated for your strength, resilience, and tenacity when listening to That's My Sis podcast. This is your time to forget about being the answer for everyone else. Instead, be refreshed, encouraged, and empowered in Christ. Sis, laugh, cry, and shout. That's my sis. Whenever you hear something that resonates with your soul. Let's hop into today's episode. Who the did she marry? Hey, hey, hey. How are you doing today on this lovely Friday? I pray that you're doing amazing. It is your girl, Jasmine Lanise, a.k.a. the Queen of Inspiration, here with another hot, fresh episode of That's My Sis. You know, the one and only podcast for the resident loyal to a fault, strong friend, where we talk about life situations, some pop culture, a lot of bit of Bible and Jesus, and we undo things that we have said yes to. When we should have said no. It's that podcast. It's that one where you're going to be inspired. But I am going to tell you the truth. Because I got to learn the truth about me as well. Um, This episode number eight. I wanted to um, share something that is like happening in the world. In TikTok land right now. So this is our first segment with Sis. Let me tell you. And if you are new here, this is where I just share things that are going on in my life, stories, thoughts, and that ties into what I really want to share about um, in regards to the um, the title and the topic for the day. And I just share for a few minutes, just a little different things, and we talk about it, and then we dive deeper at a later date and time, um, well, mostly, you know, in the next segment. But, sis, let me tell you, if you are on TikTok, <laughs> if you're in TikTok land, there was a series that has been viral for the last week and a half, and it is called Who the TF Did I Marry? And this lovely young lady from the Atlanta metropolitan area um, I know her TikTok name. I don't know her real name, but her TikTok name is Risa Tiza. And she shares the story of her pathological lion ex-husband. Now, girl, and even some bros, you, you have had some exes. And she was like, uh-uh, you is a liar. <laughs> and the truth ain't in you. But um, it was a, it was 50 10, let's hear me when I say it was about 50, 10 or 52 actually videos altogether, but it was 50, 10 minute videos. And so that was many hours. I watched it in one day. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I watched it in one day. I, I had to finish it from start to finish. I needed to hear the story. Um, this young lady was an excellent storyteller. 
and just sharing something that women go through. It doesn't matter if you're in your 20s. It doesn't matter if you're in your 30s. Don't matter if you're 40 or 50. People are like, oh, you should know better. But it really depends on where you are inside of yourself. So basically, I'm just going to give a quick synopsis. They met in 2020 before the pandemic. They matched on Facebook um, dating site, which was already questionable to me because Facebook is weird. And I've never really, no, I don't think I ever dated anybody that I met off of Facebook. Like if I met them from another app, maybe we might add each other on social media, but I've never met anyone from social, um, from that Facebook social media platform. But Facebook Maybe about 2020, 2019, 2018, they came out with, um, they came out with, uh, this dating stuff. And I was like, oh, thank the Lord. I'm already in a relationship and I'm already, or I was about to be engaged to be married when this happened. I'm like, not that I was engaged, but maybe, so maybe like 2018, 2019 when they released it. Sis, let me tell you. So it's already weirdos on Facebook as we know, Right. And they matched on, they matched on the Facebook and then they matched on hinged. Now I have never been on hinged. I've been on tagged. I've I've been on plenty of fish. And I think maybe a long, long, long time ago when I was a teenager or getting out of high school, but 18, I was on black planet, but I was like, I seen too many other people from high school parents on there. I'm like, Ooh, no, yuck. So anyway, and you know, I've been on uh, like a few dating sites, but I've, I've only been on POF really in, in, a, in a site called Tag. Well, that was that. Okay. So they met on there. They matched on both of them, but he was under two different names, but it was the same person. I know men who do that. I know them in real life. I met them in real life and I see them on these platforms. When I was dating, I'm like, come on, bro. I know your real name. You're a liar. Um, <laughs> and why are you on both of them? What are you doing? Anywho, neither here nor there. Let me focus. Focus, Jasmine. So they, they, they met their first date. They're like, they had like, I guess in the first conversation, she said he was giving a lot of information. He was making her feel warm and welcome as if he was open about who he is and what he's about. And so that drew, that made her interested and that drew her in. And from there, she basically went on this date with him. Her tire blew out. She said she couldn't make it. He, he basically came to help, got her at another tire. You know, they, then they went on to have the date. And then that was like the beginning of March of 2020. Now remember, COVID didn't happen to maybe like mid to end of March of 2020. So we had a month or two where we were out living life before we knew anything was happening. Well, she, she, um, they basically, they dated, they, they were feeling each other. They liked each other. Um, she mentions in this series how, you know, she, she mentions some of her shortcomings and she mentions how, you know, she, she was at a certain age. She may have been maybe early thirties, more mid thirties at the time. But she was at a certain age. She had, you know, she's already been to college. She was working a job. She was taking care of herself already. And it had been a long time since she probably been in a relationship. And so with her having bad experiences with dudes, this good experience opened her up, right? 
And we're going to talk about that in the, in the next segment. But I want to hurry this up and I'm going to give you a quick synopsis. So basically, they, they decide to move forward in dating. The pandemic hit. They decide who house. Uh, they decide to quarantine together, which I would have never done. I'm sorry. I would have never done it. I don't care how shut down we are. Face Zooms, FaceTimes, phone calls. Like, you know, I don't know you. Well, he had a studio apartment. She had a three-bedroom townhome. And so he decided, like, oh, this is nice. So basically, they decided to, to quarantine together in her place in the process of the quarantining. In So they met each other beginning of March. Dated, only talked for a little bit, few weeks, quarantined after two weeks of really knowing each other. Then they, um, you know, she said she felt bad because she grew up, as, she's a Christian, she grew up as a Christian, and she knew her values. And she was like, okay, well, I'm about to be with this person. You know what I mean? And what she did was she, uh, she you know, she let him stay. Eventually, she gets pregnant. And so she is pregnant in April and he, and she was saying how he always talked about buying a house. And so he kept talking about, Oh, I have this money. I have that money. I played arena football. I went to San Diego state. So he basically was like pumping himself up to say that he was this put together person. Well, that's where the pathological lying comes in is that literally she progresses with this relationship. They eventually get married. I want to say, in um in maybe like tw- at the end of 2020 or during 2021 and she loses the baby and 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 um from she was pregnant in April lose the baby in June and little things were just happening you know he would say he'll be talking to people people always have some problems it was always something happening and going on to where he was being the good Samaritan to other people relationships that he was trying to restore and all these little different things but it just came to the point where she was questioning she had to begin to question him because they kept going to buy a house he said he had his money but when it was time to put money down and to close he would never have the money right so then he'll do the same thing with a car. He said he got promoted from regional manager to vice president of operations or something at this particular company he worked at. And, um, uh, you know, he's like, I got a company car, blah, blah, blah. And so he took her to go to 50,011 car dealerships, BMW, Audi, all these different things. But it never came through. The whole point of this story is a lot of things that he said, well, everything just about he said was not true. He lied about the siblings. He lied about the order of siblings. He lied about certain cousins. He, he, you know, he fabricated friendships and conversations that he did not have. He was a cheater as well. And he was, and he had some type of sickness that he has not yet disclosed to her. So, that is the gist of it. Think about your cheating, lying ex, female or male, where all that come out of their mouth is lies. You talk to other people that know them, and you looking like, now, ma'am, now, sir, that I heard, uh, that sounded suspicious to me, but when I <laughs> talked to somebody who really know you, they was like, that's a lie. And so the series was, who the F did I marry? And that was like her, her question, who the heck did I marry? Who is this man that is in my home, sleeping in my bed, eating my food, 
that I've decided out of a, a weak place I'm giving my heart to. And I kind of want to share a little bit of my own story or just a little bit of how it this series really um, resonated me and had me thinking about how grateful I am of what God has done in my life and just kind of encourage each one of us, male or female, sis or bro, like we have to be mindful of what we eat, of what we, I've been talking about, what we digest, what we, what we decide to take in because sometimes we're taking in or we have an appetite for something based on our own deficit. You know how they tell you, they tell you to, um, what is it called? To take vitamins, right? You take the vitamins because there is a deficit that um, your body may have. When they tell you, you know, take more vitamin D, that's why your energy can be low. That's why, you know, some people can be bloating. Your skin can look a certain way because you're in a deficit. We cannot commit ourselves to jobs, to people, to anything like that when we are in a deficit. I don't care how strong you want to be, but if you're in a deficit in somewhere that is important for your judgment, your character, and your and your um, advancement as a human being, you need to stop. This should be your thing to stop. If you have TikTok, you don't mind a little cuss words. I know we're Christian, but if you don't mind a little cuss words, um, she tells a beautiful story. It's like an audio book. Um, the series plays for, um, it plays by itself and you can see, um, and you can, you can hear it and, and move and do other things while you're listening. But I think it's, it's, um, it's something that all women, young women, dating women, even some men should listen, listen to hear and not to judge. But I want to, sis, let me tell you, but it really had me thinking about my own relationship um, with my ex-husband and just where God has brought me. And so we're going to get into that and Lord help us. This is not going to be drawn out. I, I don't want to overhash this particular topic only because it's viral right now. So you might be seeing it everywhere. But if you don't, like I said, if you don't mind a little cuss words, Go listen to it. You don't have to listen to it all at once. It's a playlist. You can listen to it. They're 10 minutes. So even if you watch three at a time, five at a time, you know what I mean? That's about, well, that's about 50 minutes, but watch six at a time. That's an hour, you know? Take your time. Break it down. Um, watch it. I've heard people say watch it um, two, three times the speed if it's too slow for you and just keep moving. And, and take it as a lesson and reflect on how God has protected you and he has kept you. All right, let's really get into this. See you in the next segment. Welcome to the second segment. Lord, help us. New listener, uh, you are one who is returning back for a, for a second episode and you are just a little bit not new, but you're still new. Um, Lord help us is where I kind of break down even more my thoughts. And uh, if we were to have a guest, well, we'll be interviewing and, and having conversation about the topic at hand. And so I want to talk about who the heck did she marry? Because I had to ask myself back in 2020, 2013, 
who the heck did Jasmine marry? Because my story, and, and I'm going to say this, and I'm saying this out of love, and I'm not saying this out of anything else, is that this young lady is on the plus or size side. And so, um, and, and the, the man was on a, on a, a plus or size man. And so I'm not saying that only skinny folks or only big folks, tall folks, little folks, light skin, dark skin, white, brown, whatever. Only a certain type of person will be susceptible to this type of lying. But sometimes when you do lack confidence and discernment, you, many people lack discernment because they lack confidence, because they have not been affirmed in who they are. So many people, what they do is they build themselves up in one area and they their weak area, they don't build it up. And sometimes people, a lot of, I'm going to say sometimes, a lot of times, many of us, I'm going to include myself, many of us have to go through hard lessons because we lack the ability to determine what is truth and what is error, what is good and what is bad, what is fact and what is fiction. Many of us lack that ability because we don't have a good basis of what is good in us. And so when we lack that, we allow anybody, Tom, Dick, Harry, Sheila, um, Sheila, Marie, <laughs> Lindsay, uh, Mary, we let anybody come and speak to us and, and, and feel hallelujah. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Feel the space in us with whatever crap they had. That's why she had to ask, who the heck did I marry? I've had to ask in 2013, who the heck did I marry? Because I did not have a basis of what good love was and what and what infatuation was. I didn't have a basis of what a good man was versus a, a man who has bad morals and bad character. And so a good man is not void of, of flaws and needing um, growth and development. But a good man has morals and values that ground him from doing anything to intentionally hurting another man or another woman or a child or an animal. A good man is one who can who can practice self-discipline and self-control because they under, they understand what it's like to have been out of control and how it hurts and it caused problems that they had to fix. And so I can understand how she could she could not see who she married because I've been her. I am not a small chick. I, I, I was telling someone the other day, I ain't been under 200 in a long, long, long time. And I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not 300 pounds, but I'm in a good 200 something range. And I'm like, I've never been under that since maybe middle school. And it's been a thing of, I understood I gained the weight because of 
being molested and then being raped and not having my father and other things that were happening to me emotionally. Depression came. And so I understand I gained a lot of weight to protect myself because I didn't feel protected. I felt like uh, Miss Sophia um, on the color purple when she said um, a girl child is not safe in a house full of of, of men's. And that's how I felt my in my life. Like I didn't have no one protecting me. So my weight became a barrier of protection. So I understand that for me, I wore it as a badge of honor. I wore it as a protection, as a shield. And I understand the things that I have done. I understand the things that I've allowed happen. There's some things I've allowed happen. There's some, there's some men that should have never had sex with me, but I allowed it to happen. There were situations in cars I should have never been in. There's times I've snuck out the house. I should have never snuck out the house. There's times there are men I should have never let in my parents' home. And I, I should have left them outside where they belong. I should have stayed away from them. I get that, right? But when I think about at 22 and I married someone that I met online, but I only knew him for, it was the seventh month of us really knowing each other when I met, uh, when I married him and I gave up going to a Beyonce concert. It was just little dramas and, and I would love to take my time and share store uh, and share the process of it. But, um, I don't want to do that here. I just kind of want to pull out some of, I'll have to do it at another time, but I just want to pull out some of the things that listening to this woman's series on TikTok, it really made me think, I understand how you can be in that place. I understand how you can be strong in many areas, but weak in areas that matter. I can see how you can want to do right by people, want to want to be right in the eyes of the Lord, but you can not have discernment because you do not have the confidence. You do not have the affirmation on the validation that you need. And so I want to be a voice to help validate somebody to, I mean, to help, um, yeah, to give you some validation, to give you some affirmation so you can stop trying to pretend like you know what you want, who you want, where you want to go. Some of us don't know that. And we have to go through these issues and these problems and these heartbreaks because God is trying to get, make us aware of what we do not know. And so in my story, um, like I said, I met him on, was it, no, I met him on Tagged. And Tagged, like I said, it was a dating site back in the early 2000s. And I met him on there. And from there, you know, he he reached out to me. You know, he complimented my smile. Um, he told me that he played basketball for college and he wanted to play um, professional ball. And he wanted to play, well, base and semi, um, semi-pro ball. He wanted to play basketball for the military. He was telling me how he, he'd been practicing to go um, to take the test to be in the Army. Um, he, when I met him, he had, he had his first child, a son a month before I met him. And so he was saying that he no longer lived with the woman that he had the baby with. Um, he lived in Kansas, but he was from Southern California. And so he wanted, uh, as we were talking, 
he was like, he mentioned Jesus. I'm, I'm not going to lie. He, he was, he was funny. He mentioned Jesus. He was tall. Um, he was not necessarily my type of dude. Um, cause I like football players. It's just a thing. I, I, I like the stockiness of a football player, um, like a lineman or something, not, not overweight, but you know, like they're buff and, and they, they, um, have stock to them. And so, or I think a running back too. Um, that was like, anyway, neither here nor there. Um, and so I was just at a place where I gave God a yes. I gave my life back to Christ. I was like, Lord, it would be perfect for I to do ministry with a man who loves you. And I'm like, I never really was a person who went out. I didn't really date a lot. And so what I did was like, let's go online. I met him. We talked the very first, I will never forget this day, December 26, um, 2012. We talked because that was the first day I started beauty school. And so we talked on my way back to beauty school. We talked on my way home. We just never stopped talking. He, you know, he talked about a lot of stuff. He shared a lot of things. He was open and vulnerable at different times. And it, it caused me to be open. He mentions marriage early. Like he wanted to be married with more kids and do the right thing. He was called to be a pastor and a minister and all these things. And so that caught my eye and my attention because I've never dated or been with anyone who was a full, like a Christian, really wanted to be a Christian. Well, so many things were happening, right? At first, I didn't know that he lived with the baby mama still. He said that he was going back and forth. I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that he got fired from his job. Um, he told me, but he, he didn't tell me until weeks later. Um, it was just little things. Then he, 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 he said, I'm going to come back to California. But he came, he went back to Southern California where his mom and his, um, his other family members were. But he was like, oh, but I'm coming back with her and the baby. And I'm like, okay. So it was just little things where it's like, you're not completely free. You're in love with this idea of marriage and relationship and responsibility, but you are not responsible. And so fast forward, he, he goes to Southern California, but we, we were pining for one another. We wanted to be together so bad. And I was supposed to be going to Southern California for the BET experience um, when Beyonce was launching one of her, one of her first world, um, world um, tours. And it was supposed to launch at the BET Awards. And I, my mom, she spent like $3,000 for, um, for three of us to go. The tickets were very expensive, but I was like, no, nah, I don't want to go because I want to stay. Like God is telling me not to go to the concert, which he was, but I also had another reason. And you know, he, I snuck him in my house. He's, he's six, seven. So it's not much sneaking. We spent all waking day together. I told my parents he'll be in a shelter, but I never took him to the shelter because there was no room. Um, and we just spent a lot of time together. It was fun. It was fresh. It was new. But what ended up happening was we, we ended up um, having sex maybe twice, but we were really good. We ended up having sex twice. He told his mom. I didn't understand that he was a mama's boy. 
He told his mom, she was like, well, y'all need to get married the next time y'all have sex. And so that led to a whole thing of getting married. My family hated it. It was horrible. Um, I had a friend who was pregnant at the time in another state in Arizona. So we moved to Arizona. And so just things that promises that he said that he wanted or things he said he wanted, he did not go after them. Um, he could not pass the test to get in the army. Um, I found out he had a, 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 he has a, either a learning disability or something where he was not able to do it. He, he presented himself as a hard worker, but I understand why he kept getting fired. He was lazy. He, he wanted to eat and sleep or, uh, and, and sleep. He wanted to lay around. He only wanted to play basketball. So once we got to Arizona, we were really tested. Things happened at church. Things happened in church, you know, just things that were said, comparing me to the baby mama, arguments with the baby mama. He gets the job finally. And it's in his son's one year birthday. He goes back to where the, the child is in Kansas. And he cheats on me with the with the with the the, the mother of his child, and 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 some other things like I get upset. My I I destroy his stuff. My mom comes to pick me up. I come back to California, and I have to start my life over. But we're still married, and I believe in marriage, right? And so he comes back. I let him come back to Northern California around my birthday because he's like he want to come back. He brings me back an STD. Um, it's just, it was just a lot of things, but we stayed married for two years. One thing that I will say about the young lady's story is her and the guy may have known each other shorter, but they got divorced quicker. And so, because I knew him a little bit longer, I, I, I believed that this was just all oh, that first year jitters and stuff. And I was really trying to be hopeful, but I, I, I couldn't hear God at that time. It, it was so dry for me. I, I, I had purpose and direction, but I felt so lost once I got with him. Once we moved out of state, I felt lost. I didn't understand. So we eventually get divorced. Um, I got him a job at Walmart while I worked. He was talking to women. I would kick him out. I found him places. Um, another friend tell me he was trying to talk to her. I lose her as a friend because I'm like, why did you wait so long to tell me? Um, he gets kicked out of there. It's just a lot. And um, I couldn't take it anymore. And about, well, in 2020, 2015, Mother's Day 2015, I'm like, just try to be here with my family, engage with them see how we can build a relationship because they don't like you. Um, there was a time where I had to have my dad kick him out. Um, I, I, we've done marital counseling and whatnot. And in that marital counseling, the pastor, he like, oh, you're, you're selfish. You're selfish. And I was always in trouble. And they never talked to him. And I was just like, Lord, what is this? This is not right. <laughs> and... You know, I went to members of churches that I no longer attended to really get people to approve of something that they were not looking in the Holy Spirit that we did not need to be together. Um, and so, and I'm just trying to give you the quick version, but basically Mother's Day weekend, 2015, I couldn't take it. He, he disappeared. 
I knew he was talking to someone else. I felt him. But he I, he will watch porn a lot. Um, he got fired from the job I got him. He didn't have to interview because my friend's uncle was his manager. And he was like, oh, he's in he at night. He'll be in the room. He'll be in the bathroom sleeping. Um, he will steal food from because it was a, a grocery store. He'll steal, steal food and eat it. He'll be masturbating in the bathroom, watching porn. And I'm just like, I didn't know how to handle it. He was he embarrassed me on multiple sides on Facebook. He embarrassed me. And it was just like, Lord, how do I get out of here? Well, that Mother's Day weekend happened. And basically, he, um, like I said, he disappeared. He was gone. He, I found him in my father's truck. And I knew that he was talking to someone else. But he was saying he was watching uh, military. He, I'm like, we're back on the military thing. I was trying to help him go to um, semi-pro, like just go, you know, play overseas. We figured that out. We looked, worked that out. Well, he did not want to do that. It caused an argument. Then he, he calls his mom, and she basically is talking about, oh, I'm a demon. And I, I snapped, and I fought him. And it ended me in handcuffs, in jail for a day. And after that, we were officially done. Um, I've never gone back. And then after we separated, he went back to Southern California because I'm in, I'm in Northern California. Um, I was in Northern California at the time. He went back to Southern California with his family. Um, and then maybe a few months after he was gone, I saw that he got someone pregnant while we were still married. So any hope of real reconciliation was now kaput. And so that is my, who the heck did I marry? Um, but it just came from being a woman, being, let's not even do woman, but being a person who didn't get the validation, didn't get the, 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 the healthy attention, didn't get people telling me, you know, I know you're smart. I know that you can do this, but you are worthy, but you are, you know what I mean? Um, your traumas do not have to lead you. You can be free and receive deliverance and healing for those. And so I believe that when listening to other women's stories about men who are really broken on the inside, because my ex, he also had similar traumas as I did. And realizing that his traumas did not heal and it led him down a path where he may not have been intentionally at some parts leading a woman on, but he led a lot of women on. He hurt a lot of different women. And, and after me, he married two more times. So that means he got a baby mama and three wives. And it's like, you know, Lord, what allowed me to get caught up in that? And the thing that I can say is not knowing how great I was. That is what got me caught in that. Anybody can get caught in something like that if you do not know how great God made you. Let's move on. Let's wrap this all up so we can move on and be blessed. Okay, see you in the next segment. Okay, let's get to our last and final countdown. No, final segment. This is This Will Preach. I'm going to find a silver lining that we can take with us from her situation 
and a little bit of mine. Um, I don't know what your situation is. I don't know if you're married. I don't know if you've been single for many years. I don't know if you want to be married. I don't know if you're dating. I don't know. I don't know if you're queer. I don't know where you are. I, I don't know who actually listens to this podcast, right? But me as your sister in the Lord, in Jesus the Christ, um, I want to give you this. You are dope. <laughs> you are great. Um, I know you went to get your degree. That's what happened with the Risa Tisa girl. She was, like I said, she's intelligent. She was able to take care of herself, but she didn't have healthy relationships, healthy experiences. I just want you to know you are dope. You are the greatest thing that God has created that looks like, sounds like, moves like you. Here's the thing. We can be strong. We can portray and perpetrate, I want to say perpetrate today, perpetrate that we are healed and together, but your, your measuring stick of healing and togetherness is how well can you discern a lie? How well can you discern someone trying to get over on you? Because here's the thing, even if a liar is pathological or compulsive and they're good at lying, you should be able to trust you enough to say, ha, huh, something don't sound right. I will test it. I will let them continue until I call them out. But the thing is, we overcompensate and we, and we become overly kind and overly merciful when we do not trust ourselves. You got to ask yourself, is this something that God would really want me to experience right now? And here's the thing. I have been talking to my inner circle. I've been saying like, look, some people got to go through some stuff to wake them up. If I didn't go through my marriage and divorce, I would never have discovered the pain that I was still holding and how deep it really was. I would have never discovered that I was insecure. I would have never discovered that I haven't accepted abuse sexually because I was abused sexually as a child multiple times. I would have never learned that there was a great purpose. And I'm an advocate for women, men, children, um, anybody who feels disenfranchised. I would have never discovered that me um, moving to a different state does not help you um, run away from all the things in your hometown, in your home state that you have yet to deal with. I discovered that you cannot solve anything with violence. You may feel good for the moment, but it may put you in a place that you necessarily do not have the wherewithal to go through. I have discovered that God walks with me. He talks with me. He loves me. And his spirit was in me and with me. I just had to let it multiply. Many people go through these types of relationships, romantic, friendship, um, spiritual relationships through church, work relationships. They go through these shifts that are moving and gliding and, 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 and got on the water and swaying with the waves. But when the waves are troubled, you learn what the ship is made of. And you learn it. And sometimes you can look at the ship 
and examine some things before you get on the water. And that is what I see women in particularly where we miss. And this is where men become monsters because instead of, let's talk about the man point of view, them becoming the monster, them becoming the, the kraken in the, in the water, right? They refuse to come up for air to see that there is, there could be another thing happening that is not trying to disturb their peace. It's always like the whale or the kraken or whatever comes up as if us being on the water is trying to hurt and overtake and, and, and destroy what you have. That is not what women come into a man's life to do. That is not what a woman, a real, a real woman who really wants relationship and marriage and love and family and companionship. We don't come to take over. We don't come to make you feel bad. The thing is, the the Kraken is so used to being different and alone that he's he's this monster that dominates and takes over and stays in a dark place. Now the woman, right? The woman being the ship. You are the ship and what you're made out of may or may not be sinkable but it has to be maintained in order for it to be movable. The thing is, a lot of women do not examine their emotions. They don't examine their um, lifestyle. They don't examine their hearts. They don't examine their mental health before they decide to get on the water, which is life, which is relationship, to, ha- to, to, um, to happen to meet a kraken. Right. And sometimes they both run into each other and one gets devoured or, you know, the the woman gets devoured by the man who is still in a dark place and have not learned that there could be someone else like them experiencing what they're experiencing. And they're entering your life is not to degrade you, downplay you or destroy you. And the woman, sometimes we go and we take on adventures and do things and move in life thinking that our ship that needs to really be repaired and to be tested and tried and and not as um, in shallower waters, we don't realize that, that we are operating from a place that is broken. And so what do we take from all of this? What do we take from our little bitty story? is that you need to have the ability to know what is right and wrong about you before you can determine what is right and wrong about someone else. The, your foundation of what to do, how to move, if you did not get from your parents, if you did not get it, life situations, experiences have taught you how you like to feel and how you don't like to feel. And that is how you should begin to use your basis. And then as a believer in Jesus, you now need to compare those feelings and those thoughts and that perspective according to how Jesus dealt with things. That is how we do not have these moments of who did I marry? Because the Bible says, test the spirit by the spirit. If the spirit of abandonment is operating in me, then I don't need to test the spirit of abandonment. I know that it's there. And that's going to be the easier thing for me to connect with. 
But if I if I'm operating from the spirit of the, of the Holy Spirit from God, the spirit of God, then when I see something in somebody, I'm like, God, this don't quite align with what you say and how you've shown yourself to be. And I know you're like, well, you make it sound easy. It's not easy. You're going to bump your head, but you don't marry. You don't live with. You don't have sex with. You don't share money with. You don't travel far places with people that you really cannot establish a basic ground, uh, uh, a ground level understanding of what their character is. Do they have integrity? Are they, do they do what they say they're going to do? Not, not just in front of me, but behind my back. If I go and follow up and check up on those things, um, can I see a follow through? All right. And, and Risa Tisa's experience, the dude was making up, he made up family members. He made up things. Are there people in your life that can verify who you are and they have eyes and ears to be able to see and hear the other friends when you tell them about work, what you should do? The problem with many of us is that we try to be the strong one all the time and we're not willing to take the discernment of other people. If most people, unless you completely know what God told you and you and you have word to back it up, you've been, it's been confirmed multiple times, multiple ways, and the people who really know you, they're going against that, you should always hold off on what you're doing. I'm not just talking about romantic relations, anything you're doing, because these people will not steer you wrong unless God is like, nope, I need you to do that now. So this is what we can learn from that. Who the heck did she marry? She married what she was comfortable with, what she was dealing with. She may not be a pathological liar, but she have been lying to herself in many areas. I may have not been one who was irresponsible. I may not be irresponsible because in that relationship, I had to, in that marriage, I had to be responsible. But I was irresponsible with my body. I was irresponsible with my time. I was irresponsible with my mind. And I was irresponsible with my purpose and my gifts and my talents. I attracted what was in me. And no, no one's in control of how the other, how anybody behaves. But if we operate from, nah, this is right, this is wrong, because I know who I am. I know I have an understanding that, that I'm unique, that I am that I am uniquely and wonderfully, fearfully made by God, and there is a purpose for my life. And anything that is hindering me from fully experiencing all the things, if it's as simple as buying a home and or if it's stuff that I cannot do in a real partnership, but I have to relinquish control of myself to fully um, a control in such a way like it's your money, it's your idea, it's it's the other person's stuff and your voice is not counted, you might need to back away. And so I just learned, I just realized like we all need to know how great God is through us. So never dim your light. And if you don't know who you are, 
and your relationships are always up and down, God is trying to tell you something. He's trying to show you something. He's trying to help you unlock something inside of your soul to be healed. Or he's trying to teach you how to maneuver so that the enemy cannot use this type of situation against you again. So, child, who the heck did she marry? I don't know. Who did I marry at that time? Girl, I I mean, we married a reflection of what we felt, what we thought, what we understood about ourselves. And so I thank God that she's getting the healing or she's growing and God is taking her through a process. And I thank God for the process that I went through and I've overcome. Whatever your process is, whatever type of relationship that is causing you that process, remember, it's not your fault. Everyone's responsible for their action. It's written down in, 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 in the books about us. But we are responsible for how we respond, how we maneuver, and how we release and move on. So I pray that this was encouraging to you. I pray that, you know, like I said, if you don't mind little cuss words, go watch that series little by little and see how it reflects to where you are or what you have been up against. Um, I love you with the love of Christ. And until next time, um, just love on yourself because you dope. Sis, thanks for listening to That's My Sis podcast with your host, Jasmine Lanise, a.k.a. the Queen of Inspiration. I hope that you really enjoyed as I shared from my heart about this series on TikTok of who the F did she marry? Um, And I pray that you gain something from me sharing quickly of my story of how what I married in my first marriage was a reflection of what I was treating and how I was treating myself, my purpose, and my life. Um, If you enjoyed yourself, you felt empowered, and laughed a little, come back for next week's episode. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, recommend this podcast to friends and family. And you can join the Queen's Corner community on Patreon by following the link that will be in this description of this episode or any other episode before this. Join it. It's a, it's a community of women where you can have empowerment, healing, and find inspiration, motivation to be your best self. You are also um, welcome to follow me on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at I am Jasmine Lanise. And please, please, please check out every way to contact me to find out my services if you need a Christian coach or a counselor by going to Linktree slash Jasmine Lanise Men. Linktree is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash J-A-S-M-I-N-E-L-Y-N-I-S-E-M-I-N. And until next week, sis, it is Jasmine East signing off. Be bold, be you, be free. Bye.